This is episode number 44 of the Travel Podcast, and this could quite possibly be the best one so far, as Matthew and I are super excited to meet adventuring celebrity Charlie Borman, who, along with his traveling companion, Ewan McGregor, have pretty much traveled the world. If you add in Long Way Around and Long Way Down, I think you and I have pretty much traveled most of the continents, really. So find out why this TV show and adventure almost never happened, and I, I did the Dakar rally in 2006 and smashed my hands to pieces. So I was quite used to it. But then in 2016, I, I, I had a massive crash and completely smashed my legs to pieces. And my left leg was just literally hanging off, hanging on just by, by the calf. And why a trip like this really does take a lot of planning. And, you know, we had lots of people going to south, the south of Argentina, people going, you know, really, there's not the time of year to do it, really. And then you're going, really? And you've got you know, every single piece of clothes on. I mean, it would take me like 10 minutes just to get every single item of clothing that I had on in the morning so that I could get on the bike without freezing. And of course, how do you survive 100 days on the road together? The worst thing to do is to bring something up three or four days later and say, oh, do you know, you know, like last week when you did such and such, that really annoyed me. Plus, we talk about the very best bits of any adventure. And then you say, right, those are the places I'm going to go. And then you sort of make a, a route to get to those places. And, the, and, those, and, and those places like Machu Picchu are, are the highlight of that part of your trip. But often the, the real journey is, is the bits that happen in between, the stuff that you, you know, the stuff you really remember. The... All that and more coming up in this episode of The Travel Podcast. So if you know anything about me, you'll know I love everything Apple and uh, Apple is rapidly becoming uh, known for being the best online streaming platform for TV right now with apparently six out of the 10 biggest hits coming from Apple right now. And uh, I was very excited earlier this year to see that Apple's continuing that string of success with the launch of what can only be described as the best travel and adventure uh, program on TV today, travel program which leaves you on the edge of your seat and uh, spellbound with magnificent scenery um, and uh, a travel program which possibly covers more land miles than any other TV program. I am, of course, talking about The Long Way Up and uh, we are very excited today to be joined by one of the two amazing stars of that show, Charlie Boardman. Charlie, welcome. Well, thank you very much. That was... Uh... That was very nice. Yes, I can, I can certainly say that this is the best TV show on telly at the moment, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> now, but um, uh, no, no, it's, 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 it's an interesting, um, interesting uh, uh, thing that you said just now was, was, was that it was about the land, you know, the amount of land that we've traveled, land that we've traveled over. And, and, and if you add in Long Way Around and Long Way Down, I think you and I have pretty much traveled most of the continents really so we were talking about it on our trip we were laughing and saying that we're probably one of the few um mates that have actually sat watching each other's backs for months at a time <laughs> and that's got to be a real issue and I, we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment but for anyone who doesn't know i'll just start by saying you caused me an awful lot of grief in my house last week um, as uh, we were playing a little bit of catch up, my wife and I watching TV and we watched uh, the last couple of episodes that are on Apple TV right now. And uh, 
my wife didn't realize that uh, they're only every Friday they, they're released. So we, we did a bit of a binge and got to the end and then she was hooked to find out what happens next. Um, so it is generally a gripping series. But for anyone who hasn't watched it yet, um, it's the third in the series, isn't it, of um, trips around the world, which are very unlike anything else people will have seen. So like I say, it's the third in the series. Can you sort of paint a picture for everyone uh, about those series? Sure. I mean, yeah, I, I, I suppose our adventure, um, you and I um, started, uh, we, it was back in 2003 or 2002. And we, uh, we, became friends and um, we're both well i'm originally an actor my my father is a film director um a guy called john borman who who directed films like deliverance and excalibur and hope and glory and emerald forest and a whole ton of uh movies super successful uh, uh in the 60s 70s 80s and 90s and um and um there were four kids um there's my myself and three sisters and so every time my father made a movie and there were children involved my father would say no don't don't um, uh, hire any children. We've got four free ones here. So, so we were always thrown into his movies. And that's kind of sort of how um, I got the taste for travel around the world and, and adventure, because most of his movies were very big, challenging movies to, to, to make. And, and, you know, from, from um, I don't know if anybody's seen a film called Deliverance, but that was all about the rapids and, and South Carolina and, you know, super difficult thing to do to the South Pacific, to, to all over the world. And, and so, so I, in the eighties, I became quite a successful actor uh, uh, um, in the eighties. And then, and then my, and then I kept choosing um, movies for their location rather than, than their script so much. So I'd be going off to Africa, reading some script on a plane thinking, well, that's crap, but the location's really good. And, 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 so I, there was a period of sort of 10 years where I was starting to do more doing people's houses up than acting, which is a, you know, an actor's second favorite job to do. And, and then within that 10 years somewhere, I met Ewan McGregor on a movie, um, a film called Kiss. And this was my big comeback movie, was Greta Scacchi, Richard E. Grant, uh, Pete Postlethwaite, all these different actors. And anyway, that movie turned out to be rubbish and, and, and uh, never got quite to the cinema. Um, but but in that, you and I became very good friends. And he was he was he loved riding motorbikes. Uh, I loved riding motorbikes. Um, uh, we we did track days together. We we did um, uh, little short trips together. Um, and then somewhere down the line, we thought, what wouldn't it be a good idea to to ride around the world? And 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 it started off with with you and I just going down riding. We were going to ride down to the south of Spain and meet our our wives down there with our kids, have a holiday, and ride back. And then one day Ewan said, I've got this idea, Charlie, come to my house. So we went to his house and he had this big map out of the world. And he says, look, why don't we, you know, instead of going to Spain, why don't we go to China? Because his wife used to, was brought up there. And then we'll carry on to the Bering Straits and, and go on to New York. And that's how Long Way Round came about. And so we did that in, in 2004, 2005. And that came out, that did quite well. I then went straight on and did the Dakar Rally, which is a, very dangerous motorcycle race through Africa. I made a TV show about that. And then when I finished that movie, you and said, Let, let's do Africa. So we went long way down and we went from, from the top of Scotland down to Cape Town, all through uh, um, uh, Sudan and Ethiopia, Kenya, Uganda, Rwanda, Tanzania, and all that kind of stuff. And then, um, and then, and then there was like a really long break of about 12 years. And, um, 
and and some couple of huge motorcycle crashes uh, in between, and then you and I got back together. So you've said motorcycles there. The, the series I've said, you know, you're one of the two stars, but actually there's probably four stars, isn't there? Because the motorbikes are a big part of that whole experience. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, I think you know, you, you and I have always been passionate about motorcycles, and 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 the idea. I think I think if you if you ride with your friends a lot. Um, uh, you, you know, you eventually want to go off for a little long weekend, and then from the long weekend, you want to go off and you want to do do something else and make the trips a bit longer and have your little bit of adventures. And I think when 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 you and I did uh, did long way round in two thousand and four, I, I think you know the idea was okay. It was a good idea. You know, two mates going off um, having an adventure, not really knowing what was going to happen. But when that TV show came out, and it didn't, it wasn't a an instant success it, it it was a bit of a slow burner but i think it, it kind of crested on that wave of 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 where back in, in in the early thousands um you know people were looking for for some something different in their holiday and you know not just going to the beach but they wanted to go have an adventure and then maybe the last two or three days on the beach and so that and and so i think we got very lucky with long way round. we kind of crested that wave of of adventure travel um so uh so I think that was part of the success. I think you know all success, all success, and everything you do is all about is about you know is about hard work, of course. Uh, but but just you know when your product is ready to go to market, that 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 you somehow got lucky with the timing, and, and I think we got lucky with the timing on a long way. I would I would definitely agree with that with the long way up as well. And obviously you mentioned the previous shows is all about people's adventure, and it was the start of people looking to do things rather than just go to the beach. And at the moment, I think, especially after this year, a lot of people are looking at how can they make a difference in the world? And talking about your motorbikes, uh, they're, they're electric, which is, and in the cars that the crew went in were all electric and they're all, you know, they were created specifically for this journey, um, which I found amazing yeah, that they got yeah. behind you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think this one, you know, we did two, two. So we went around the world, and then we went from the top to the bottom, and then, then, then the, the obvious one was to go and do long way up. And we'd always wanted to do it in South America, and and um, and but you know, you and I hadn't, um, you know, you was living in the states, and I was living over here, and, and we were both busy working. So we, as friends do sometimes, when you when you travel, you 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 um, you know, you drift apart a little bit somehow because you just life gets in the way. And then I had this huge crash and smashed my legs up. And 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 then you and I was stuck in I was stuck in London. So when you came over here to do a movie, he came and stayed. And and we were and that's when we sort of started sort of saying, you know, it's ridiculous. We haven't done a trip for ages. Let's do another one. And then we thought, well, we don't want to do one the same as 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 before. And it was actually Russ and there was Russ and Dave, are our sort of business partners, and and we uh, and they helped produce these TV shows with us. And Russ, who loves kind of you know um, uh, record records and record breaking and being the first at doing stuff he said you know he said i don't know guys but but you know no one's really done it properly before in in electric and so you and i thought brilliant electric and a brilliant idea and then you cut to months and months later and you and i are down in the bottom of argentina in the worst winter in 30 years and blizzards and snow and we've got problems charging and then we realized that we've got these two prototype bikes that um that haven't that aren't haven't gone on sale yet and 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 uh, and we've asked them to completely change them from from a kind of street bike to an, an adventure bike and then we're trying to figure out and everyone talks about range anxiety 
with electric electric cars and, and motorbikes you know, before you can get your head around them because it's such a new concept. And we were sitting there and then we realized that we had these two prototype electric bikes. We, we got Rivian involved to help us with, with, our, with our two chase uh, support vehicles. And they, they, those are that. That was number one and number two of the cars that had ever been built as well. So, so and then you're never seeing that. Go well. Do you know what the funny enough, You've only ever ridden these bikes for about an hour, and 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 never charged them. So we had absolutely no idea what we were going to do, what we were getting our, our heads into. And I have to say, those those first few weeks were were, were brutal. I mean, it was brutally cold, so the batteries don't work that well, and. You know, we had these 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 bikes that 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 that, that we had, you know, that, and 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 there were no fast charging, so you know, so we, we had to sort of go and stop in people's houses and say, excuse me, sorry, would you mind if we uh, if we just plug in? And we were thinking, well, are people going to say yes or no? Or, you know, are, you know, it was a lot to ask just to plug into someone's house and and take juice. So, so <laughs> I tell you, if we'd known all of that, it's had we been sitting here in my garden just behind me, we probably would have said, no, let's just take petrol. <laughs> so how much thought went into that before going? Because I mean, I'm thinking of getting an electric car at the moment and I'm stressing in the UK about, you know, the range and where yep. we're we'll to charge. You're traveling all across the world, to the other side, um, to a place which is not known for being uh, high on its sort of electric charging points and uh, uh, anywhere to stop. So, you know, had you planned it stop by stop or, or was there an element of we'll just get there and see what happens? Well, well, we no. I mean, we just, you know, as usual, we just thought it would just be a good idea, you know, and then, then we realised that there were no fast charging in the whole of South, Central or Mexico, really. And so, so that was a problem. So it, it it meant that we could only do about 140 miles, 150 miles a day with a with a bit of a charge in the middle of the day, you know. So we would have to go to people's restaurants or businesses or houses in the middle of the day and say, "Look, can we can we plug in?" And more often than not, we would we would plunge this restaurant into darkness or 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 you know we, the fuse would go and 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 we we'd, we'd have to be stop some business going on. And so there was. An amazing amount of um, of you, you know trying to get over this whole kind of range anxiety thing, and and I can only really equate it to to you know when when petrol cars first came about, and and you know you were, there was in that transition, and you know you'd leave your house here and you'd go down the road for thirty miles or or whatever it was, and you would say, well, I've got enough petrol here, but but when I get to my destination, will will there be any petrol? And 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 um, and if there isn't, how am I going to get home? And and um, and 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 in those days, you could only buy petrol in a in a pharmacy. You you couldn't. So it wasn't it wasn't everywhere. And so so I think people had the same issues with range anxiety as that as we do now with this with this new electric vehicle. I mean, in, in in Britain, I don't think in Britain and Europe and stuff, I don't think we should really worry about whether or not there's enough charging because there's just charges everywhere i mean you, you know i i can go from here i've got a i've got a little i3 at the moment here and 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 um, i've got one of these those um my energy charges you know the zappy charger outside my house um and it just plugs in and within six hours it's full so uh but i can there are fast charges the whole way up to inverness and and so you can just go in and, and you eighty percent takes thirty minutes and, and away away you you are so 
so it is there but but for us it wasn't and then and then we because the rivians needed phase two charging going all the way up we we put this whole system in along with this energy company we put this whole charging system in so that anybody can do our trip now but you know that was phase two charging and and, and our and our, our harley davidson's needed phase three so so that was absolutely completely useless to us but uh uh um so, but it was it was brilliant. I mean, and I think you know it changed the the way we had our adventure. You know, you um, with the petrol bikes before you'd fill it up with petrol and you could go off and you could go into the woods and camp and you could carry on the next day. With the electric of it, we you know because we had very little mileage, we we would have to get to somewhere where there was power in the evenings, and so. So that kind of changed it. So we didn't have the freedom of that. But 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 then what, what we did have though was that we were we were asking to to plug into people's properties and businesses or whatever it was. But but really, really what we were doing were, were, was was plugging into their lives. And 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 because we you'd have to spend some time, you know, charging and stuff, we were able to 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 really get a completely different picture of of people that we met around the world. I was, I was going to say that um, and ask that question because in uh, the start of the series, when you're down in Argentina, you know, you, you had to go into a hotel that was actually closed. And it happened a few occasions uh, where people actually just opened up, even though they were completely closed and took you in and, you know, gave you lunch and food. And I could just imagine it's such an amazing experience getting to know the locals like that. I think so. I mean, I mean it, you know, I mean, that generosity is 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 something that you that you get um, everywhere you go. And one of the great things about about travel is 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 that you know in 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 Europe and and, and North America we 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 expect things to be a certain way. We 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 expect to go to the end of the road and there's there's we have our Deliveroo, we have our restaurants, we have everything on tap, you know, and 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 we have a tendency to sort of look at other places and and if it's not structured in the same way we 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 have a habit of writing that that place off and saying oh well they're you know they're their third world they're they're not they're not they're not they don't do things like we do and and but 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 for those of us who have traveled we know that 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 is the spice of life that 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 you know that just because they don't do things the way we do it doesn't make them any less than we are or it sometimes it makes them better sometimes you know and and one of the greatest things that um, that you and I get, and I'm sure that all your listeners and that you guys have, have experienced, is that you know it's the the generosity of people is is enormous, and 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 the and people are willing to 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 like on on this trip we were we were we were out of season and and you know we had lots of people going to south the south of Argentina people going you know really there's not the time of year to do it really. And then you're going really, and you've got you know every single piece of clothes on. I mean, it would take me like ten minutes just to get every single item of clothing that I had on in the morning, so that I could get on the bike without freezing. And and uh, but you know, people would say, "Oh, well, listen, okay, well, look, we're not we're not open, but listen, we'd love to have you over if you don't mind. We're not quite ready, but but you know, we'll we'll, we'll figure something out." I think on that particular one, we plunged them into darkness a few times. As well. Yeah, we had a real struggle. I mean, we had a real struggle at the beginning with all that charging and, and and once you get used to it and i'm glad we kind of pushed through and, and realized in fact there's there is electricity everywhere and 
and it's I suppose it's just a bit of a mindset really as as to you, you know with, with the with that change from horses to petrol uh where you couldn't get petrol anywhere now you can get there's petrol stations everywhere in the middle of nowhere you can get petrol and and you know and where there's petrol stations there's power so so there is I, I think it just it's just about people understanding that there is the infrastructure there already certainly in Europe um and and off we go and and, mm. and once you get used to it it's great there's a great example of you actually plugging into a, a solar farm as well isn't there on one of the episodes yeah yeah, I mean, oh, that was wonderful. I mean, you know, we had so many amazing moments in in in, in that. I mean, one of the great ones was when we were in um, uh, uh, Costa Rica, and um, and what I hadn't realised is that is that Costa Rica um, uh, runs sort of almost ninety almost ninety percent uh, of its power comes from renewable energy, and 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 the first light bulb ever turned on in Costa Rica was powered by renewable energy wow. and and, um, and and they don't have a military so all the money that they spend uh um that people would normally spend on military they spend on 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 renewable energy education and infrastructure so it's a pretty amazing place um anyway so so we're going along and you, you know you see these you see these solar farms but i don't really know how how it works i mean i know of course, you know, the sun goes onto the solar panel and that somehow creates energy and, and it's, and off you go. But, but, um, so we decided to stop and, and, and just said, look, guys, can we come in? And they very happily said, can we talk them we're on electric bikes? And, and that, I think that's what makes people really laugh is, is that, you know, you, you sit there and they go, oh yeah, yeah, you're on a trip. That's fantastic. Um, and you know, what are you riding? We go, oh, we're riding Harley Davidson's and they'll go, oh, right. Okay. Harley Davidson's not the first choice for an overland adventure. And then, and then we go, oh, yeah. And they're electric. And then people would just laugh. At what? They were like, really? And, and um, so he was super excited. He'd say, come in, plug in. So, so we, so we literally from that sort of fun, we literally plugged into the sun really because the it was coming down bouncing onto the onto the solar panels and straight into our bikes and 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 off we went and and um and you know they have a second crop so that's their crop energy and then they have a second crop because um uh, they've got to keep all the grass down um underneath all the solar panels on the solar farm so they have all these sheep running around everywhere so so they so they, you know, they have two crops in the same field. Oh, amazing. And you mentioned there that, you know, some people go, you're doing a Harley Davidson. It's not really an adventure, an adventure bike. But <laughs> they, you know, for how they've done it and they built it and they, they listened to you, which was, which was great. Because obviously you and Ewan have been travelled around some amazing terrains on bikes. How did these compare going through some of probably the most diverse terrain a bike would go through in the world? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was amazing. I mean, we went through uh, every kind of train you could possibly imagine, you know, and people say, what, well, you're going to do that on electric bikes? And, and we're going, yeah, and, and we did it, which was extraordinary. I remember being, in, I remember being in, in, in Bolivia. I think that was probably, that was probably some of the hardest riding um, that we did, you know. Uh, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't massively super, you know, crazy challenging, but it, but it was a lot of desert, a lot of soft sand and gravel and a lot of corrugation i don't know if you get this sort of corrugation that sort of that bounces along like that and your suspension just bounces like this crazily and it's it's very uncomfortable and, can, and if you go too slowly it can just rattle the vehicle to pieces so you have to go at a certain pace 
and 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 normally you know it started off with one track and 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 over the years it's become hundreds of tracks so you've got 20 lane highways across the desert and you're riding on one bit bouncing along like this and you're looking over and thinking it looks a bit smoother over there and then you have this unbelievable challenge to get to the sorry um then you have this unbelievable challenge to get to the other side where you want to where you look smoother but it's just as rough over there as you spend your whole time and then you're going on like that and you're looking around thinking god these things are electric and we're in the middle of nowhere you know and we're on electric motorcycles it, it, it's mind-boggling how good these things were i mean i have to take my hat off to harley davidson because you know they had this live wire bike that they've spent six years you know uh, developing and gone all around the world and got people to ride it and they finally developed this kind of sort of sort of sports sports kind of bike which harley had never really built before so they really put a, a line in the sand and said look this is where we were and this is where we're going and it's it's pretty it's pretty impressive and we said to them you know we love it but you know it needs to be beefed up a bit could you do the suspension and they completely changed that bike into an adventure bike and 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 they did it all off, off on their on their own time all after hours after work i mean you, they put you know put hundreds of hours into it and 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 produced this bike that never really went wrong i mean it was extraordinary so you were talking about the bone shaking sort of um journey there there's a great um bit in one of the episodes where i think is you and uh falls off the bike in one of those sections and it's on a slow motion where he topples over but afterwards he talks about you and he's never really said it to you about how um for you doing this journey and that those types of journeys must be quite a sort of monumental sort of uh, milestone or uh, challenge for you because of the accidents and how you're, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, you, you know, you, your legs are pinned, I believe. And from the sort of accidents you've had in the past. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I really managed to really mess myself up. Um, um, I mean, I've always fallen off motorbikes. I mean, I remember when my, my instructor told me, you know, when you're learning to ride a motorbike on the road, he says, you know, when you fall off and you go, well, hang on a minute, I'm not going to fall off on the bike, but, but it's a bit like when you ride a horse and you get into horse riding, you're always eventually going to fall off a horse. But, <clears throat> um, and I kind of fallen off a lot because I used to do a lot of motocross and a lot of off-road riding. And, and I, I did the Dakar rally in 2006 and smashed my hands to pieces. So I was quite used to it. But then in 2016, I, I, I had a massive crash and completely smashed my legs to pieces. Um, uh, and my left leg was just literally hanging off, hanging on just by, by the calf uh, and extensive surgery on that. And my right ankle was destroyed, which is still a mess. Um, and then, and then, and then, so I got over that. It took me two years to learn to walk again. And then in 2018, I was down in South Africa. I do these motorcycle tours. So I take people from Cape Town to Victoria Falls through South Africa, Namibia, Botswana. And we sort of, I call it glamping because we stay in the most fantastic, Places. I mean, you guys know for sure that that the African in the African continent, the Africans are are probably the best in the world at at, at building uh, hotels, and, and and they're just incredible places. Yeah. And so, uh, so I was there, and and I was taking a whole group of people back down to South Africa, and I don't know what happened. I, I woke up eighteen hours later in 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 Bloemfontein in hospital, and I'd broken my pelvis and snapped my forearm backwards and broke my pelvis and. Have, you know, I think since 2016, I've had 17 
operations or something like that. <laughs> it's just bonkers, you know. Um, and that was partly how you and I got back together because you were thinking, God, this is stupid that we haven't connected. Anyway, um, uh, but so it took four years really to, to, to get back with the hiccup um, and then going out. But, you know, I, I think when I, when I woke up on that first accident um, and I'd broken my hand as well, um, and I woke up and I was looking down. Sorry about that. Um, I was looking down at my hands and, and I had um, two two legs and plasters in my right hand and a plaster and 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 I was feeling pretty pretty bruised from the from the accident and starting to feel really sorry for myself and thinking, God, if only I'd done, if only I'd left the hospital five minutes before, or one minute before, or one minute afterwards, it would never would have happened. And um, uh, and then I looked over the guy and realized there was someone in the room with me and he was another patient in, an, in another bed. And he was, um, he was in a terrible way. I mean, I mean, really bad. And he'd had a terrible accident. And, and, and I looked at him and then I started looking at myself <laughs> and I started being quite cheery about the whole thing. I was thinking, actually, you know what? This isn't so bad after all. I think I'm going to be okay. So and then I remembered the, the 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 surgeon told me he said you know he said you know this Portuguese surgeon said you know Charlie he said um you know he said I, I'm you know I'm just a I'm just a glorified carpenter that I've just put you back together you'll be fine just get on with it and it was like well, okay so from that point on I I uh, I decided to get on with it but you know uh, I think there was a lot of there was a, a fair number of times I think the worst when you're recovering from things like that and having to learn to walk again and you know all that kind of stuff you know there are times at night when you when you wake up at three or four in the morning and you get those kind of those heebie-jeebies at night I think we've all done it haven't we woken up at night and can't get back to sleep and we're fretting and worrying about all sorts of different things and, and then finally you do nod off and you wake up in the morning and you remember back at what you were fretting about and it was all just like rubbish that you were thinking you know and and so so there were lots of dark moments, but but you know people like you and 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 my family and 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 stuff, who kind of, well, my wife sort of stuck by me. She was a bit pissed off by the second accident. She was really pissed off about that bit. So her sympathy wasn't so good. <laughs> but she did get to see Bloemfontein in South Africa, but because uh, she had to come and pick me up and take me back. Uh, but with all those people, uh, it was and and then always it was always been about motorbikes. It was always about I got it you know, the focus was always getting back on a motorbike. So so if it wasn't for the motorbikes and stuff, I don't think my enthusiasm uh, for a quicker recovery would have been there. So long way up, you did, I think it was 100 days, uh, 16 border crossings in 13 countries. Um, I mean, we can't possibly talk about all the different places you've been, but were there certain destinations or certain memories that you have that stood out more than others, certain countries which were like unbelievably memorable? Yeah, I mean, I think I think for sure, I think Colombia was was one of the most incredible places. I think I think you know Argentina and Chile, amazing. We, everyone always talks about going to see Argentina and the Pampas and the the open plains and 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 you know the Andes. I mean, it's just incredible. Uh, um, but and 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 I think I think highlights, I think highlights would be you know obviously Machu Picchu was was one of the most incredible places. Um, I, I remember going up to Lake Titicaca. Uh, that always made us laugh because when I was a kid at school, we used to all laugh at that because of, you know, obviously the wording, and and um, and then to be sitting there in 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 Coca Cabana and then go straight over to Lake Titicaca, 
<laughs> just it was just fantastic you know those kind of things but i remember one time incredible riding just incredible was we were we, we it was after machu picchu and we were sort of looking to head down towards la paz and and uh i mean not la paz um uh, uh the capital of 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 peru lima what's the capital of peru lima god sorry i couldn't remember um so we're looking to get back get down to lima and and we we had to cross over this this the last sort of really high pass and it was about fifteen thousand feet, and then from and and you're, you're always when you're on motorcycle on electric bikes you always or cars you talk about your percentage how much percent you have left and how much you're using and will you get there and all that kind of stuff and we we climbed up 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 thinking oh god the battery power was just dropping and this is this is not so good and just as we were going god these pills are so difficult and we've got to get over it. Um, we came across and there was this guy on a on a bicycle just powering up the hill. I mean, he was he was motoring as and we're, and I remember going to you and going, look at that guy on the bike. You know, we're there we were complaining that we were at fourteen thousand feet. You know, about our batteries. And as we got closer, we realised the guy had one leg and he was just steaming up the scene. It must have been at thirteen thousand feet. Anyway, we pulled up and said hi, and he he'd had a a, a, a car accident and had this huge rehabilitation lost his leg right up by the by the hip and um and you know he had to learn to to walk in learn to to live with his 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 disabilities and and in a in a in a, in a small way i i could i could understand where he came from and he was training to do the olympics for this year which sadly you know were cancelled but but um but we couldn't believe it. And we went away afterwards going, you know, it's not that bad on the bikes, the hill, really, you know. Anyway, but but as we got over that that bit, we finally got to the crest of that thing. We were heading down to to um to the capital to to the to the coast. And um and we plummeted from fourteen thousand feet or fifteen thousand feet all the way down to sea level. And and it took us four or five hours of the most unbelievable twisty roads perfect tarmac and went all the way that amazing ride all the way all afternoon and then we got to the bottom and we'd only used um at a four or five hour ride which normally be your whole battery we only used eight percent of the of the battery because we were just going down for so long i've never done that kind of descent before in my life of of, of it was just it was awesome and the roads were just were, were were incredible. Yeah, but, and you mentioned Colombia was one of your favorite destinations. I went yeah. there last year and did a, a trek to the Lost City, which is sim, a bit smaller version of uh, Machu Picchu. But one of the things that I really enjoyed is how they've used projects to regenerate certain areas. So in the capital, they're using graffiti to change the suburbs where there's a lot of drug dealing, moving staircases, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff as well. Exactly, and and so it's amazing how they've regenerated places where people think oh, I can't go there because it was so dangerous because of the um, drug lords years ago. But you also visited, visited a number of other projects along the route, which I think were quite, quite poignant and, and great to see as for instance, like the cool earth project, um, yeah. the UNICEF project at the side of the, uh, at the borders um, and the third millennium Alliance. So was that something that you wanted to make sure that you did on the journey or was it something you just sort of added in as you went along? Yeah, I, th I think uh, we, um, yeah, no, I mean, you and I have always done uh, the UNICEF projects since even since, so you and I have been, have been goodwill ambassadors since around 2004. Um, and uh, and we've always included uh, 
UNICEF. And the reason we got involved with UNICEF, I suppose, was because, you know, when on the first trip that we did, we were going to be away for three and a half months and our kids were who were seven and eight years old and you know and that was a big thing to be to be separated from your children and your family for that long and 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 we thought well would it be nice to be able to highlight children's plight along the way and and, and UNICEF you know are involved in just about every country in the world they're involved in I mean they inoculate something like 60 percent of the world's children I mean it's quite extraordinary extraordinary what they do you know and they tackle the big problems like for instance I think this this Friday or, 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 or this episode nine or, or 10, I can't remember which one it is. Um, I should know uh, um, that. And, and we go uh, into a community which, which was ravaged by, by, um, by gangs and gang lords and, and, and kids being, being, being taken in so that they would, you know, offered, offered nice little smartphones and Nike tennis shoes and stuff like that. Uh, if you would just do this for us or do that for us. And then, and then they've hooked them in and then, you know, then they, they, a lot of them want to get out because it starts to get messy for them. You know, it starts to get into drugs, starts to get trafficking, starts to do all sorts of stuff. It's not nice. And they try to get out and then these drug lords will, will drag these kids into a room with their parents in the room and say, look, if you don't do what we tell you, we'll kill one of your parents or, or sometimes they kill them in front of them. And, and, and then they're, they're, they're done for life. They can't get out. And so UNICEF create these along with other um, uh, uh, NGOs they, they they create these safe havens for 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 children and stuff to be able to go to so that they can go there, be safe and 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 are allowed to be children, and and because of those safe havens and what the work they did they they cleaned those particular areas up. Now that's not that's not in Colombia. That's that's that was just before Colombia and 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 Colombia they've they've done the same thing. They they they've come in I suppose ten or twelve years ago they came in pretty heavy-handed and tidied up those areas put the these moving staircases into these favelas that go up onto the mountains so that the elderly can get around more and that created interest and, and they cleaned it up and and now their big part of their life is is tourism so you can go there so it proves that with a little bit of work a little bit of help um you can you can you can clean these these areas up and it's lovely to be able to highlight that and to be you know to help show people that and that's what that's in, in a small in a small way that's what you and i can do is is highlight these 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 stories and see that that there are people tackling these these crazily big problems you know and then one of the other things i was laughing about we were going off to go to 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 see these escalators and their artwork and and all this kind of stuff that's going on and um uh and this girl was saying she said yeah you know you know tv shows like like Narcos just don't help us because, you know, that was all set back, you know, in the eighties and nineties and people watch it now and think, Oh, well, that's Columbia, you know, and, and it's not, you know, that place is, and I just found uh, Columbia was, was just such the, one of the coolest kind of places yeah. I've been to in a very, very long time. I'm sure you felt the same way. It just has this vibe that is just awesome, you know, and, and uh, there's some, one of the places I really, love to go back to no definitely I, I totally agree it was an amazing amazing destination the people are so great yeah and you spent um there's a great episode where you spent a overnight in the rainforest and with the cool earth project yeah um, that looked incredibly special just that everything you could see there and how they're trying to help save uh save the rainforest is just phenomenal work they're doing yeah i mean it's really interesting what they're doing i mean they're 
you know, it's it's like a, a lot of these different charities. It's 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 how they 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 come in and they and they and they you know they see this problem like cooler. You go in, and what they what the big problem is is that these people come in, they go there, they 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 take this piece of land, they they cut the trees down, they burn it, and then they 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 plant these plants, which are their stable diet, which is a bit like manioc or it's it's a, I can't remember what they call it now. I should know, um, and. And they can grow it there for two or three years, and then then it then the, the ground is exhausted, and then they go and they burn another bit of land, and and then it takes a very long time for that piece of land to to go back, if ever at all, because then it rains and then it becomes mud and stuff like that. So what Kula do is they go in and they they say, look, with your community, we get your community together, and we'll teach you how you can you can plant these same vegetables and this same stable diet that they need in there, but you can plant them with other plants that will that will help each other so they can plant this plus another another plant that drops leaves that that then goes into the ground and so so they can actually end up staying in the same place for for many years rather than having to constantly move all the time leaving destruction behind them and you know loggers illegal loggers coming in and wanting wanting that because to get that one nice piece of hard wood that is in that block of 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 earth you have to cut down god knows how many trees just to get that one tree so most of the trees that they cut down they, they, they are not a cash value at all so 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 the idea was was is to is to is to help them financially and 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 teach them how to do it sustainably uh, to to be sustainable and um, and 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 it works so you've obviously traveled uh, so many different countries around the world. There's so many moments which you must be able to remember. But on TV, like you mentioned, Machu Picchu, you genuinely looked excited to be there in the awe of the scenery. Is that real or is it for the camera? <laughs> I was just, we spent the first three hours in complete in a cloud. So I was just relieved to see something. I mean, I'm thinking, Christ, I got up at four in the morning to see a cloud, you know, but uh no, I mean, you, you know, it's it's one of those wonders in the world, isn't it? When, when, when people um, want to go on a big adventure or or do you know take a big holiday and stuff like that, and they say, you know, I want to hit South America or I want to hit, um, you know, Indonesia or, or or Australasia or whatever like that thing is. And what what people should really do is is look at and see in that area that they want to go and see. You know, I'd love to see Machu Picchu. I'd love to see, you know, whatever the Pampas or the or Chile or whatever it is and then you say right those are the places I would go and then you sort of make a, a route to get to those places and the and those and and those places like Machu Picchu are, are the highlight of that part of your trip but often the the real journey is is the bits that happen in between the stuff that you you know the stuff you really remember of the like in Machu Picchu you know, get up there five o'clock three o'clock in the morning get up there and then, and then I mean we were just lucky to even see it you know um or you have that breakdown or or something goes wrong and those are the things you always remember you don't remember the days that that not much happened you know you, they all become a bit of a blur so those moments are really important and, and Machu Picchu you know uh, you, you know everybody again it was that thing which in school you know Lake Titicaca uh, Machu Picchu, all those places that you, you know, there's there's photos of them in your geography class as you grow up, and and there we were, you know, sitting there 
um, you know, well, I was sort of crawling most of the way up because there's, <laughs> there's a lot of stairs. So if you've got messed up legs like mine, it's, it's, it's not, um, it's not a, but what did make me laugh was that Ewan wanted to shoot off and go and see the gateway. And, and one, they, they couldn't see the gateway because the clouds were there. But the other one was he thought he was going to be all alone and he turned up and there was, there was you know, 500 Star Wars fans waiting for him. But, uh, uh, but so that made me laugh. Um, um, but it, it was amazing. I mean, those places, you know, sometimes you sit there and, you know, you're, you've stopped by a, a little corner of a road and you're looking down into the valley of, of somewhere and, and you're looking and you're thinking, wow, I, you know, I'm, I'm up here and, and uh, I've ridden the whole way here on, and not, not only on a motorbike, but on, a, on an electric bike. And, and, you know, people have done journeys on electric vehicles before already, you know, but, uh, but it, was, it was lovely to be, to be part of, 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 you know, handfuls of people who, uh, um, you know, handfuls of people who, 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 who to, to be some of the first people to do it is, is fun. And that we've left a legacy for people to be able to do it if they want to as well. And, 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 and it wasn't, you know, we, we got involved in this energy company who, you know, and that's the next big land grab. The next big land grab really is who owns electric charging points because, you know, a bit like petrol stations, you know, that, that's, that's what's going to happen. And, and what's interesting is it's going to be interesting because they've just opened one up here in Britain for the very first electric petrol station. And they've got all these electric charges there, but the, but the, uh, where you go to pay or you would normally go to pay or go to the bathroom, they've created all this kind of sort of very kind of nice, comfortable loungy areas where you can sit and you can sit and you can do a little bit of work while you're waiting 30 minutes or 35 minutes for your car to charge. And so there's this whole new area that 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 the world is 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 just starting to realize is here and, and starting to embrace it. And and so and so these guys who helped us out were putting these charging systems in anyway. Um, and uh, and they said, well, you know, what a brilliant idea! We'll we'll just do it on this route that other people can benefit from. As I said, it's amazing you've got that legacy that's all been part of this. And I remember you mentioning within one of the first few episodes that you're wanting to offset um, your journey. Yeah. And obviously doing it by electric is, is a big a big way. Were there any other, you, you've left left the legacy there. Is there any other projects that you've sort of done to, to, to off, offset? Because I think a lot of travellers going forward will look to do that. So I might be going on a long flight to Australia. How can I offset that? Yeah, well, I think um, uh, I think I think for sure it's 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 it, there's there's lots of ways to do that by by planting trees. There's lots of, of people out there who are looking after our forests and and with the with the with the with the money that you would you know, to offset your your travel, you can you can do that you can do that as well. Like Cool Earth Project is a is a really good one, or you know, or get an electric vehicle and 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 drive or ride there instead of flying. <laughs> No, definitely. And did, cool. you get to, did you get to keep the bikes, or do you have to give them back? Uh, no, the bikes have the bikes have gone back to uh, Milwaukee um, uh, to the you know. They, I think they want to pull them apart and see and see see how they fared. You know, because there's there's always one way about um, you know when, when you when you test uh, a product you know in the lab or or, or whatever. Like um, I, I'm I'm involved in this watch company. Uh, uh, 
a company called Bremont Watches, who 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 are a British watch manufacturer, really nice bunch of guys, and um, and they we wore their watches on Long Way Down, and they hadn't sold, they hadn't started selling their watches there, and they said, look, would you wear these watches, and 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 you know every day on a on a on a motorbike, you know, going like this, you know, for three and a half months, is far better than than trying to figure it out in a in a lab. So, so, so what's lovely, I suppose there's a couple of things really, I suppose one, you know, Harley have made this amazing bike, but the other side of it is that, you know, in a very small way, you and I have, have, have been part of, of, of a much bigger picture. We've been part of, of hopefully helping, helping out with the, with the development of their bike and, and future bikes coming along. Yeah, definitely. And also Rivian, you know, they, like I say, I know those cars were one and two, so that's probably helped yeah. massively develop and it's an off-roader. So to go through all those terrains really shows that electric cars can do that. It's just like a barrier. Yeah. Breaker. I mean, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, and those, those, those ribbons are just, not only do they look incredible, yeah. but, um, but the, you know, they are, they are, they are, they're big, big contenders. They've, they've just done a massive deal with Ford to build the platform for the F-150s. They, uh, they've, they've signed a contract with Amazon to do a 250,000 electric, electric, uh, electric, um, uh, delivery vans and, and 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 all this kind of stuff, and and then and then when those vehicles are, are have passed their date, you know um, the batteries are still good for another 60, 70, 100 years. So all those batteries will then all be stacked up on top of each other because we need storage. You know, it's all great creating energy during the day with with solar, but we need to store it so that we can use it at night. And one of the biggest Amazons, one of the biggest Amazons um, uh, carbon footprints is is running their computers. That's one of their biggest carbon footprints you know keeping all those computers running and cool so so those will then be placed up and then uh through solar power and everything they'll then run amazon computers that's amazing no no go ahead i was going to say if, if you watch i think episode number one you see even just a couple of weeks before uh you set off on your travels those rivians are literally just a shell aren't they so they get oh, a yeah. job Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, all of them were. I mean, the Harley Davidsons, and as we said, you know, when we when we got the Harley Davidsons, when we when we got them finally in in the and we had to fly everything down, and then because everything is a giant battery, you know, that all caused all sorts of problems to get them down that way, and 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 um, and then of course they didn't run as efficiently in the winter, so we were hoping to do 150 miles a day, and then we realised that that these batteries were in the freezing cold were doing a lot less <laughs> so at one stage we were sitting there thinking Phew. but um so and then you, you you know the other thing but the funny thing about all these batteries and these and these and these electric vehicles is that when we were crossing borders uh you know when we were crossing borders and all that kind of stuff we we um you know you'd have to go with a carnet your piece of to say that when you go into a country so you're going to keep the car that you're going to come out the other side with it and stuff and so when we were doing that you know we go along and, and and these guys doing the paperwork would say you know okay what's what's the frame number of the bike and you go such and such and they go engine number and you go it doesn't have one and he go no 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 the engine number and they go no well no it doesn't have one it's electric and then he'd roar with laughter because he then goes oh yes of course of course it's, it's electric he said that no, you've got to forgive me i I've, I've never done this before you know so uh so you know there's all these things that you don't think about just because you're driving an electric car it means that everybody that you're meeting along the way, it's their first experience often. And, and, and everybody's muddling 
through it and, and they all know it's coming but but um but uh but it's interesting to be to be there and you know some of the you know the handfuls of people who who've done it first very conscious of your time charlie a couple of last questions so obviously with your journey you're working at a fair pace you've got you know you've got a schedule to keep to so you're literally probably only getting like a day in each town that you go to were there any sort of destinations you thought i really really want to go back there oh for sure i mean there's lots and lots of places i think um you know on on all the trips that i've done the long way around the long way down and and i've done all these other ones as well um by any means and extreme frontiers uh, that all actually all happen to be out on Amazon at the moment. If you want to watch, them. <laughs> along with my race to Dakar, um, but uh, you know I went from London to New to to, to Australia by any means on bikes, cars, trucks, boats, elephants, tuk-tuks, and you know travelled all over those places. And 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 even with long way around going to New York, I always met my family. Always came out to meet us, and we uh, and 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 all, all the trips I've done, I, all, all the bits that I really like the most I would make a, a, a little note of them and then when I met my kids and my wife in, in Australia after we did um, by any means um, we then flew back and stopped two or three times on the way back in, in two or three of the places that I love the most so we on the by any means we came went back to Singapore and then took a little boat to one of the little islands um, uh, Nikoi Island which is a beautiful beautiful place was had a hotel there was a friend of mine owns um and so we went back there for a week or so and then you know <clears throat> so I went to I remember on the South African trip when we went down along the way down we went back to Kenya and then Egypt and then home so so we absolutely um would love it and it's so difficult because there's so many places I still haven't been to but there's still so many places I still want to go back to so you know if, if, if I could just win the lottery, I could then just spend the rest of my time just traveling, you know, That's the dream. and use you guys to uh, to book it all up for me. Yeah, we can cut a little deal, you know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We can do that for you. And I'm guessing some of those experiences you can't really repeat. Like um, I think the episode I just watched where you're on the, the boat, um, that yeah. boat, it's, uh, you've got to see it to believe it sort of. Um, you're never going to repeat that, I'm guessing. You know, it's funny, and and we, we it's a real lesson to to learn about about you know uh, judging people by by your, the first appearance, you know, or judging things. And you know, we came along, and 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 they, they were a little cheeky because they sent us a photo, of obviously one of the other boats which had just been painted and and stuff like that. And they said, yeah, yeah, here's your boat because it looks good. And you know, and they took the money. And then when we got there, it was a completely different boat. And it did look pretty, pretty shabby, you have to say. And, and, and usually film, and when you film stuff on television stuff, it usually makes it look a little better than, than it actually is. But this time it was, it was pretty clear. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, but then, you know, once we got on it and set, it, set sail uh, with these crazy people, you know, you realize actually these, there were, there were super super nice people and they were out there you know making this captain of the boat is making his that's his boat his asset how he makes his living his life you know he's making that asset sweat you know and 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 the you know after a number of hours of being on there you realize actually this is a pretty tight ship and some pretty nice being the food was fantastic i mean just amazing all just cooked out of this little this little kitchen so yeah so it turns out actually it was 
actually pretty cool and it was one of the you know one of the, certainly one of the highlights and and to be able to go up the coast of 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 Colombia there where there are no roads to get to it and 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 the history of it is and to, to be able to have a look and feel very privileged and what's next for you because you must you get the travel bug i'm guessing and uh, you yeah. do an adventure like this take a break and then there must be something else you're thinking i'd love to do this well i think uh for sure it's just to get get through lockdown again um which is just coming tonight um i know that this podcast is probably going to be sent out at a later date but uh so get through that yeah, yeah i mean i mean i think uh, long way has done quite well on, as you were saying, on Apple Apple TV, um, on Apple TV Plus, on their streaming platform is, has done very well. Uh, um, so with a bit of luck, we could squeeze another one out of them with a bit of luck. Uh, and, and then I've got these other ideas and there's a whole bunch of things um, coming up. I do a little bit of, on, on Instagram, I, I post some, some, some little cooking things. So that's going to start doing that a bit more. Uh, there's a couple of TV shows coming I'm involved in a in a in a in a restaurant called um, called the Bike Shed, which is up in Shoreditch. Um, so uh, so there's a lot of work to be done there because of of what's been happening recently. So we're managing to hold on, but but um, but that's 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 tricky. Um, so yeah, so it's it's looking good. Hopefully, um, the future. Amazing. And just just quick, because so you did mention uh, lockdown and you guys as, as a crew and you and Ewan and, and Claudio, you guys spent 100 days or just over 100 odd days together, obviously very, very in extreme temperatures, extreme weather and conditions. How did you all, obviously you're all very close, how did you get through that? Because obviously there might be some fractious parts that we may not see, but especially yeah. if people going into lockdown, how can any tips on how to deal with being around people so much? I think, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when we do these trips, they they become like little mini, uh, they, it's like a little mini marriage, you know, and, and you're all sort of living together and with you and I. I mean, you and I, you know, this is our third one together and we both traveled the world a lot doing other other projects as well um but i think i think you and i kind of whenever we go into these into these projects we we, we go in together and supporting each other and and we got each other's backs really and then and then it's one of those things uh where you kind of just got to get got to get to to, re- to know you know um how that person's feeling that day if they're feeling a bit low maybe just let them let them wake up in the morning on their own or you know or crack a joke because they need a bit of cheering up or, or something like that so it's a it's a fine balance and for sure that, that you know for sure that person can be very annoying as well at times it's a little bit like someone told me once is this thing is it's it's and i think it's probably quite true is that is that um it, it's not that person being annoying it's it's you allowing yourself to be annoyed by them yeah i agree and, <laughs> and to a degree it's true it's and, and that 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 um that phrase is a really annoying anyway just 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 that phrase is annoying but but i suppose in some ways it's it's true i suppose in some ways and i think you just got to give people space and just try and be aware of them that's how it is with claudio and you and myself and you know with russ and dave we all know what we need to do uh and just you know allow people to, to do what they want to do try not to be annoyed by them it's yes. you who's letting yourself down <laughs> <laughs> exactly very zen <laughs> Sounds like you needed some of those tips before your trek in Colombia, Matthew. Oh no, I was yeah. fine. I was fine. It was. It, I I did that. I would be like, okay, just you know, again, it is you gauge and 
don't let little things that may annoy you normally you got to remember it's extreme just just let it go because you'll just cause some more issues yeah exactly exactly and don't hold grudges i mean it's just and certainly don't bring something up the worst thing to do is to bring something up three or four days later and say yeah. oh do you know you know like last week when you did such and such that really annoyed me it's like well you know that was a long oh, time I, ago yeah. you know and, and and that's the other thing the other thing is to is that if you're if you're pissed off or annoyed by the person then just say it there and then i mean you know choose your words and, and do it nicely but but you know, it's better to do it there and then rather than, you know, that's probably the thing. I don't know. I Listen, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, <laughs> but you'd get the, you'd get the resolve right there. I, I get that. I'd agree. I'd agree. Brilliant. Well, Charlie Borman, you have been amazing. Thank you very much for oh, sharing your, uh, your journey.